Hello and welcome to another episode of my uh, freelancing podcast where I talk about some advice and some stories and stuff like that. Um, so today I'm going to be uh, speaking about um, something, a episode uh, which we chuckled about a week ago. So a lot of times because I work as a, a full-time freelancer, you know, in many ways I am like a small businessman. I don't have any company or something. I tried to have a company. I think I spoke about it. Maybe not in this podcast, but in my other daily podcast. I spoke about how I I was, in fact, the owner of a company. But then, due to a combination of factors, probably my own stupidity, I lost it. And I lost a lot of money as well. So, so although I am a failure when it comes to uh, you know opening and maintaining a company... I still have a lot of experience running a business. In many ways, my freelancing business, which is thankfully still active as a full-time freelancer, I am like a small businessman. So I face many of the issues that a business person or a startup person might face. So more often than not, uh, especially in the last few years, as I've grown older, a lot of people reach out to me. Um, sometimes, you know, they pay me money. Sometimes it's free. It's okay. It's all right. It's not like I have to charge every time I speak. Uh, people ask me for advice. Ask me for advice about how to start a business, how to do this, how to do that. And, you know, I I'm, I come from a very poor background. I, I've, I've, whatever I'm doing right now, you know, I'm, I am. I would like to think I am a successful freelancer. I managed to become um, a full-time freelancer with great difficulty. You know, poverty, no support from family whatsoever, no support from friends. Well, some friends supported me, so I can't say no one supported me. Some people did support me. Yeah, yeah. But in general, I, I, man, I know being a freelancer in India is not easy for a number of cultural as well as. Uh, family-related as well as economical reasons. But ultimately, a lot of people seem to uh, take my advice, sometimes even coming back for repeat sessions and paying me good money as well. I mean, obviously, those who come back for a second session, usually I give the first session for free. And obviously, if they come back for a second session, they like what I said and I start charging them. That's what I really do when it comes to coaching somebody on their career or, or business and so on. So this guy, uh, he never came back for a second session. You know, he didn't uh, appreciate my advice, although he didn't say that to my face uh, because he's, he kept saying thank you, thank you, like some 10, 20 times uh, during the free session. Or maybe he was just a freeloader. There's nothing we can do about that, right? So anyway, so this guy, he was some kid. Uh, I would say he was about 25 Maybe, I don't know, maybe a little younger than that. You know, apparently he uh, graduated from a top, like top 10 university in India. <clears throat> I don't want to mention the university because I think I want to keep this anonymous. So apparently he graduated from a top 10 university in India in engineering. And um, he also uh, quit his job recently from, again, a very famous fortune 500 company so he seems like a bright kid uh, but apparently he was he found himself constricted and and unable to work in an office environment you know the usual stuff things that i speak frequently on this podcast as well as in my daily podcast so he was like okay you know like jay i have this business you know tell me what do you think 
and he tells me his business plan and it was ridiculous it was kind of stupid um uh, but and obviously i don't want to talk about his business idea again you know i want to maintain that uh, privacy for that guy now but here are some of the common mistakes he was making first thing first the guy you know uh this is something i see in a lot of startup guys or people who want to start their own business um they seem to be unwilling to accept the fact that they need to figure out a way you know to make money on the side they need to have a side hustle okay the main thing is you know they need to have a side hustle you know because you know this guy especially this guy or any guy who wants to do something on his own obviously is a person who has some skills and we are not living in an age where your skills cannot be marketed and sold uh to people around the world i mean this is the age of the internet i mean again i am the best example i am here sitting in india uh a guy from a small town making money by teaching you know wealthy kids in america and, and uk and australia and europe so yeah if you have skills you can make money so the first advice i gave him is if he's going to have his own business he wants to start his own business and he's not rich or something you know i that's i'm going to talk about that later uh i told him the main thing is he's graduated from a very very top like as i said top 10 i don't want to mention the specific institute he graduated from but it is one of the top 10 universities in india so i told him bro you have that brand okay you have that name brand uh, you seem talented although most of the things he said were very idiotic he did graduate and he was working at a top company like a fortune 500 company i told him look you have from a top university and you are from a top company so why don't you leverage that and run a side hustle you know he was clearly in finance so i told him you have financial knowledge you could do financial consulting you could do financial teaching or you could jump into the stock market you could teach you could go back and teach you can do tutoring uh you can just do anything you can do anything or you, you have good english you can try that you can try to do some kind of a marketing coaching and stuff like that so he has brand he has uh, skills he looks like a hard worker you know you don't easily get into a top university you don't get to uh you know work in a fortune 500 company without skills so he clearly has some skills so i told him the first thing he must do is while yeah it is good yeah it's true he kept saying oh no no bro i want to you know uh, give my 100% to the startup and i kept telling him bro i i'm happy you want to do that okay but you are asking my advice you know for whatever reason you found me on linkedin you are the one who fixed an appointment and you are the one who's talking to me so you if you want my advice then the first thing is you must have a side hustle you must have a side hustle because that helps you meet new people okay you get to meet new people you get to experience the challenges of you know because a side hustle is almost like starting a small business essentially i was asking him to do asking him to do what i do freelancing because freelancing is like running your own small business so a lot of challenges you will face on a larger scale with running a company I mean, he didn't have a company yet so once he starts and starts spending money on that i told him 
a lot of the challenges you'll face, you'll, you'll face them on a small manageable scale when you run a side hustle freelancing kind of thing. And the, the, the best part is if he fails, then that could be a life lesson that he's not meant. I mean, if you can't even do freelancing, how are you going to start a company? Come on. It's not going to work that way. So that, is, that could be an option. You're still young. You could go back to your job. You know, you're still young. You, you quit your job. And now, you know, a side hustle can be the experimentation phase that will give you an idea if you're good at it. And more importantly, if you become successful, well, that means you have some money coming in. Right? I mean, that's very important. You know, the guy seemed to be, I think, like a, not low income. He's not like poor like I was 10 years ago. But he was like maybe low middle income, you know. Maybe um, his parents are not dirt poor or something. But based on his camera quality, you know, you can always tell how wealthy a person is based on their clothes, based on what kind of desk they have, based on... Uh, the clothes they are wearing and things like that. This guy, he didn't have much money. You know, I'm not, I wouldn't say he was poor, but <laughs> he didn't have money. Uh, you know, based on his camera quality and internet quality and his audio quality, uh, you know, you can tell. You know, one of the reasons I insist people, whenever they talk to me, I, I, I tell them, you know, if they're not coming on a video call, I don't want to talk to them. Uh, it's not just, it's not that I want to see them. I actually want to see their income level because my you know whenever i meet a client i make sure i see i ask them request them to turn on their video so that i can find out how wealthy or not wealthy they are so if i see that they are wealthy then obviously i increase my prices if they are not wealthy i'll try to uh, negotiate a lower price without incurring a loss myself so i saw this guy and his background was dull his desk was dull his clothes he says he used to work in a fortune 500 company but his his clothes didn't match that kind of standard his english was okay but it was kind of pedestrian uh, and his internet was very bad so clearly he was staying in some low quality paying guest or something so he doesn't have his own internet connection so he's using a shared connection or maybe like a like a total idiot he's still using a mobile data connection you know I, I if i see anybody using a mobile data connection for zoom calls i immediately know that guy must be maybe not poor but just careless or just simply doesn't have enough money so anyway i, I mean based on all these things i really felt like that guy is not wealthy or something so he just has an idea he definitely has he did graduate and all that but he seems like he doesn't have enough money so based on all this i told him bro you have to have a side hustle and you have to make sure some money is coming in so that is very important folks you know if you are thinking of starting a company or something yeah that's a very noble idea uh you know but i'm telling you from experience you have to make sure you have a side hustle and especially if you're like this kid who's like from a top university who has that name brand from his previous job it's so easy for you to get side hustle work you know just casual you know you can just get paid to talk man you have so much of information and knowledge but anyway that's the first thing so if you're going to start a business make sure you have a, a side hustle that is the advice i gave him now the second thing is it was very obvious as I listened to him, I sat down, I sat down, you know, even though he wasn't paying me, I gave him my full attention. I listened to his business plan for 30 minutes. 
it was so clear that this guy has no clue about his business plan so again that is my opinion i don't want to share his business plan because there is a privacy so i want even though he didn't pay me so but still you know privacy is still privacy uh, what i found out was the guy has the idea i mean i don't know you know i'm not a genius or something okay i'm not a successful businessman i i'm only a reasonably successful freelancer okay i'm not rich or wealthy so i don't even know if i have the authority to say that someone's business plan is pathetic but this guy's business idea is cool but he seems to have done zero market research and i kept asking him okay what research have you done what research have you done and he kept deflecting that question almost like he is unwilling to listen any kind of criticism to his business plan you know that's some that's another thing i want to understand so you have to make sure if you're going to start a business you know you should be ready to answer tough questions about your business plan you know this is something he was unable to do i kept asking him okay what is the idea here who are your customers if this is your target market what are you doing about it you know for example one thing he wanted to do was his target market was i mean his idea is too niche and for some reason he is trying to target rich people in india and that is where i i i i felt like this guy is obviously not rich but i happen to interact with a lot of rich people because of my tutoring because i charge a lot of money most of my customers are medium income or wealthy customers so i told him bro i have interacted with a lot of wealthy customers and what you're saying it makes no sense it doesn't appeal to rich people because you're not even approaching it the right way but he seems to be unable to understand it so the main thing is my friends if you're starting a business please if you're asking other person's opinion or for yourself you got to have that market research you should have done your homework you got to know your target market and if you're going to go after rich people then you need to have some idea what rich people like you know rich people are used to a certain lifestyle they're used to a certain way of doing things now if you are trying to get them or customers they have money to spend but they're not going to just spend it on anything and everything you got to give them something that they enjoy they enjoy that privilege that only they can get they enjoy you know being taken care of you know they enjoy that elitism that they are born with or they have acquired over years they have wealth you know they think they are about regular people which is true they are because they have money the guy did not have any answers to these questions i kept telling him look your idea you know he seems to be aware that what he's trying to do is unique so he can't sell it to even low income or middle income folks so he at least he knew that his plan only work for rich people but he seemed to have no clue about uh, the consumer behavior of rich people i was like what is wrong with you you have no market research and the only thing he would mention was he ran some ads and he got some impressions that was the extent of his market research he had not stepped out of his house whatever he's doing is sitting from his laptop he's probably just talking to people who won't give him any bad news like i was when i kept poking holes in his in his logic he would become simply silent or defensive or deflect my questions altogether so that's another thing so if you're going to start a business please talk to people you know 
who will ask you the tough questions. If you are unable to give a response or if you are unable to even accept that feedback, then maybe you shouldn't be in the business thing, you know, please. Do your research. Uh, running some ads is not market research. At least I don't think so. Go talk to your customers. You are, you are, you know, he was from a top university. He used to work in a Fortune 500 uh, finance company. He must have made some rich friends. Call them up. Arrange a Zoom call. Go to their house. Doesn't matter. Go talk to them. If you are not even talking to your customers, how are you going to sell products to them? I don't understand this part. I kept telling him, you are trying to sell to these people, but you haven't spoken with them. And he kept saying how some of them, you know, he's been cold calling and then he's been talking to people. And I kept telling him, yeah, sure, you spoke to people, but did they buy your service? And for that, he didn't have an answer. Just because someone says he had, they have interest, it really doesn't mean they are going to buy your service. Some people might be just bored. You know, it doesn't mean a sale has been closed. Unless, you I mean, I, I kept asking him if you are sure how long he's been working on this for many months. And I asked him, okay, we have at least one customer. It doesn't matter, did they, even if, even if you give discounts, do you have one customer to do this? And then he was like, no. Eventually he just gave up and like, no, I don't have a single customer. Then well, how can you say this is working? And again, he became quiet. So the main thing, folks, if you are going to start your business or something, you have to talk to your potential customers. You know, see if you have what they want and he seemed to not have an answer for that and and the last thing i think uh, the most bizarre thing about talking to him is 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 he was being cheap right now when i say cheap i'm not talking cheap cheap like for example here he is uh, you know it is the disconnect between what he's trying to do and the way he's approaching it um i asked him straight up do you have any funding? Do you have any money at all? Now, this is something I've noticed in a lot of people now. And then this is this could be a cultural thing as well. Now, this guy, I mean, most of the people who contact me for advice are from Western countries. Now, they are very, the Western people, they're very upfront about discussing about money. You know, discussing the money-related things, it doesn't make them uncomfortable. It doesn't make them feel weird or something like that they are all you know because they understand money is very important so they are very open about it and and whenever i you know engage and and discuss with a, a western businessman we don't have to be awkward when we talk about money it's a very natural thing that i do with them and they do with me but this kid was from india and the moment i brought up the money aspects he became very uncomfortable and this is not some this is something i've noticed all my life and because of my life as a tutor for both indian people and western people i have this opportunity to compare the behavior of how western people look at money and indian people look at money indian people uh, get awkward they shy away from discussing money matters the best example is my own family my parents i i mean i am in my early 40s and even now you know, many times my mom or somebody will call like, hey, I want some money. I mean, I try to give them whatever I have. But I ask them, what is this money for? What happened? They refuse to discuss. I mean, here are people, my own parents, and I'm in my early 40s. And they're like, oh, you are a child. You won't understand. How am I a child? I am in my early 40s. And still, somehow, my parents think I'm a child. I mean, they are asking money for me and they're taking money from me. They've been taking money from me since I was 20 years old. 
and they won't discuss money matters. You know, it's a very common thing in India. People don't want to discuss about money. But this guy is asking for business advice and here he is sitting and hesitating to discuss money matters. I told him, if you won't discuss money matters, then we are both wasting our time. And I told him I'll end the Zoom call. And then he's like, okay, okay, fine, fine. He said, hey, I have this amount of money. And I started laughing. <laughs> the amount of money he had was so small. I, I really started laughing immediately. And I'm like, wow, you are trying to target rich people with this kind of budget. How is that even possible? And then I told him, fine, if you don't have money, that's fine. Do you at least have patience? Can you do your research, take the time it takes, travel, do the footwork? You know, you obviously don't have time, money. Okay, I get it. Do you have the time, the patience to do the necessary research to fix the holes that I just pointed out in your business plan? So this is another thing I notice about a lot of people. And this is common for both Westerners and Indian people, you know, the lack of patience. But the big difference is, whenever I speak to a Western businessman, usually they will have money, somehow. Okay, but Indian people, they you have less money, like this kid. But the thing is, okay, you don't have money, that's fine, but at least you should have patience. So either you should have time, or you should have money. He had neither. And that is where he became very, as, as I mentioned, you know, discussing money matters makes Indian people very flustered. They become uncomfortable. And here is this guy, he wants to be a businessman, but he is refusing to discuss money matters. And eventually I told him, do you, and when I realized his budget was so low, I asked him straight up, so you're talking to me, you want my advice, I have a feeling that you don't have money to pay me. You know, for some reason, this is another thing I've noticed, again, especially with uh, India-based customers, I mean, they're not customers yet, they seem to assume that simply because they're talking to me, I should help them. For somehow they seem to think that I am just sitting here and I should keep giving them free advice. I don't know why. So the moment I realized he has no budget whatsoever, I told him straight up that we need to wrap up this discussion. But I'm happy to talk if he can tell me how much he can pay me. And then he was unable to come up with a number. You know, he kept avoiding again the whole deflection. It became obvious that he has no money to spend on me. Or if he has money, he is unwilling to spend. For some reason, he seems to think he is entitled to free advice. And that is where I don't understand. Why are you entitled for my free advice? If you're not paying me, then what are we doing here? You're not my friend. You didn't try to build a friendship with me. You know? So there you go. So that is what I'm trying to say, folks. The last thing is, please don't be cheap. Okay? If you don't have money, have patience. Try to build relationships. If you can't build relationships, then have money. Be ready to spend the money. So that's what I told him. This is the whole summary of what happened with him. But ultimately, you know, the worst part is, for some reason, he, he seems to think, this is, this is nothing to do with freelancing or startup. It's that self-entitlement he seems to have. I mean, he, here he is. For some reason, he wants me... Uh, to give him advice for free and I have done that to many people. I'm not against it For some reason he had this self, you know, this this uh, uh, You know, he had like he he wanted to uh, feel Elitist or superior and I kept thinking why is he acting that way? He has no money His, his English is pedestrian at best his business idea sucks 
and all that and yet here he is sitting there thinking like uh, you know some kind of superiority complex so if you're asking for advice please don't do that try to be humble try to be humble and you know what after the call is over if somebody has spoken to you especially for free send them a thank you message you know there's another thing I didn't like about this kid he after the call he didn't send me a thank you message at all so again you know this is a combination I seen a lot of people cheap stingy superiority complex not being humble and for whatever reason taking free advice and not even thanking for it so D don't be like that well anyway this is what happened with this kid I don't know how much of this was useful to anybody or if this just came off as a lengthy rant about how much I hated speaking to this person well anyway it is what it is uh, that's this that's what this episode was see you guys next time